0: audio good go yep you know what i think there should be a country cover of
1: by, by another country artist or just a cover in general like a,
0: like a country cover of okay lil wayne he has that stunting with my daddy song
1: I don't think I've heard that one. Vroom on my motorcycle,
0: chrome out eleven hundred. What am I doing making money? What we doing making money? What they doing hating on us? But they never cross. Cash money still the company, and bitch, I'm the boss. That's a con- Cash money still the company. You know what I mean? Can't you hear it a little?
1: <laughs> when you when you mimic it
0: like that, yeah, yes. Man. <laughs> Just screaming for a country cover. <laughs> You're listening to the Book of Murdoch. It was speaking of country cover. You know what song I... You know he has got... Uh, you know that song... Uh, <clears throat> shut up, Kanye. You know that song, uh, That's How I Got to Memphis? The Tom T. Tate, oh, Tom yeah. T. Hall? Hall? Tom T. Hall song. Yeah. Buddy, you ever listen to Buddy Miller's cover of that?
1: Oh, no, I don't think, oh, I think Knock
0: I your f... Fu- <laughs> oh, I'm trying... Hold on. I'm trying not to do... I'm trying to do a whole episode without any F-words. Do right? I need a clicker? No, because that's the last one I'm going to do.
1: So if I hear one, I so you go. If I need an F word, you squeeze. You squeeze the chicken. Okay, is that how this
0: is gonna work? Do we?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Seems dramatic. <laughs> um, I thought Leslie was gonna throw up when I asked her if she wanted to try some dove meat.
1: I know. Got, That's... got
0: them doves from
1: Rusty, you know. That's weird. I mean, it's not like it's some type of lizard or something. It's.
0: Then I was trying to get Robbie all excited about it. Like, man, we got these doves, but he was on the phone, he's like, I don't care the fuck about
1: these doves. <laughs> like, no one's <laughs> in the mood, just
0: you and me and the, eating the dove meat. Yeah. It's good. It's delicious. Very good. Do you feel bad about it being a peaceful no. sign of you know what I mean? That's a lot of, that's why I think a lot of people don't want to eat dove. Because of letting them fly at weddings and... Yeah, and limos and shit, right? Or whatever Magicians. You know? Magicians. There's a
1: real priceless... You don't want to see a magician pull out a dove and then eat it?
0: I'd watch that show. That would be good. If he was like, nothing up this sleeve, nothing up that sleeve. And then he had a live dove, and then he put it under a hat and was like, whatchacha And then it was cooked? And then took a bite? I'd watch yeah. that show. Damn good show. <laughs> Anyways, we got some doves from Rusty.
1: <laughs> it's good.
0: I remember like so, like you you'd you'd like when you were little, you'd do like a wild game feed you've done a wild game feed? Let's do fucking kick it right off the bat with some stories from Alcester, <laughs> sister. baby. Yeah. Let's do it. Whoops, hold on. Stories from Alcester? Alcester? You'd do wild El game sister? feeds, yeah. right? El- they're fun. Do we? We should do a. Let's do this. Kick. We should bring back a wild game feed.
1: Can you imagine the first time one of these yahoos bites into a piece of pheasant and there's a BB in it and they that's, freak
0: out? That's what they need a little. I, I want. Okay. Also, ding dong. We didn't bring up the canoe dude. Oh yeah. You had one job today in the meeting. <laughs> bring up the canoe dude.
1: I forgot about the canoe.
0: Okay, dude. Okay, so next week. <laughs> Is that why he's supposed to be here? No, I don't. I don't know. He's not in North Dakota. He's almost in North Dakota. All so right. you know, we got a while. We got some time. Okay. <laughs> But like, okay, you got to bring up the canoe dude. Okay. And you got to bring up, um, a, I want. let's do a wild game feed. All right. We do them where we're little. You'd have to, you know, you got to shoot several hundred doves for it to feed people. Because they're, you know, they're tiny. They're, they're small. They're itty bitty. Yeah. They're the size of your hand. Like a Cornish game hen. And then you blow a bunch of shotgun shells through them. <laughs> it's not like the meat gets bigger.
1: <laughs> it gets tenderized. Yeah. So you
0: throw, you know, you pick up all the most of the BBs you could find out, and you throw them in Crock-Pot and yeah. like barbecue them.
1: Pheasant and dumplings was always a big one.
0: Pheasant and dumplings, that's good. Yeah. My my, I just, would just be mad as shit if she can hear this, but my mom makes pheasant. You 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 know, she dries the fuck out of it. But if you wrap every piece <laughs> of pheasant in a shitload of bacon, and it's yeah, oh impossible yeah. to screw up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the do a, like the pasta because you could shred the meat up oh, good yeah. and make a nice you know what's the saloon ten's got that thick tuwaka alfredo pheasants Ram. or whatever it is that's really good you know what I mean so we'll do you know we get what can we bring what's everybody got ready well, access got dove to? we have de- well that, that listen that <laughs> that, that's special okay. this week
1: <laughs> that, that's for just for us well okay
0: we <laughs> certainly we can do deer and Robbie's got antelope yeah. And air, a bunch of I have I have walleye. Ooh, a bunch that's walleye. what we need to
1: do a fish fry. Yeah, some walleye. We'll mm. throw
0: it into the game feed. Yeah. Okay. And then like, what else do we? What else do we? Must be, I'm sure we can get some bison or whatever. It Doesn't even count. It's a wild game around I don't here. Think this think is that like fucking cows. Shit. There's one.
1: <laughs> okay. Did, so I did, like, I thought it was just the f bomb. Um. No, <laughs> I, I, I snuck one in before okay. you. must not have been paying attention. I'm so used to it. <laughs> oh, dang it. So like. <laughs>
0: What else? Who do you, what do you got in your freezer? Uh, I got some elk.
1: Elk? Okay. Bring some, let's do uh, some elk. Know. Elk's pretty good. I don't know if I'm willing Oh, to you don't this. want to part with it. <laughs> that's, yeah. It that's special sense. occasion stuff right there. I feel
0: like we could get some elk easily enough. There should be You some. know what I miss? My dad can't, he shot a moose once and we canned a bunch of moose meat. God, that was good. It was the best, sweetest, most delicious meat. Yeah. I loved it. Moose is pretty good. Moose is pretty good. You know, throw the horse in there, and then like when everyone's not looking, we'll just say it's <laughs> like alligator. You know what I mean? And then in the end we'll be like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a slideshow of it before and after.
0: <laughs> meet your animal, meet your meat. We'll do a bit of meet your meat. There's
1: buttercup. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed.
0: <laughs> we'll bring a pig and its name is
1: whatever. I have never tried boar yeah, like an boar. actual wild hog. Oh, that's pretty good.
0: Well, I mean, it's real lean. you know what I mean. All right. It's like it's like a whole thing. Of yeah, make sausage out of yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit. All right, there's your meat chance. Thanks for the doves, Rusty. <laughs> Speaking of meats, okay, I got a request. Some of you ding dongs listen to this show from the East Coast. I need one of you to send me some scrapple. We need. I want I want it. You've never had
1: it. No, I've had our version of it. Of- our version of it sucks. Yeah,
0: we need. I want to introduce this town to some Jersey redneck meat, and it's scrapple. Oh. It's you take all the shit from the pig that you can't sell into a chop or a cut or make into bacon or whatever. Right. And and then you throw in some organs, and then you boil it with some heads because there's a lot of good meat on them heads. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get it rumbling, tumbling in the cauldron. And you throw in, like, cornmeal and a bunch of shit and spices and a bunch of sugar. It's really sweet for some yeah. reason. That's and how then, it gets the colors. You gotta yeah, get that. It congeals into a, like a, like a, like a jelly loaf. And then, like, Spam. <laughs> it's a like little. Spam. A lot like a, that. And yeah. then you slice it and uh, and you fry it up. It's so good. It's so good. It's like it's like being home for Leslie we're from her battery throwing Philly Roots. I feel like we should have Leslie on Leslie Week. We're gonna throw batteries at Santa's and we're gonna <laughs> what are we, we're gonna watch Rocky. <laughs> and then
1: we're gonna have some scrapple.
0: And we'll eat some scrapple sandwiches.
1: <laughs> oh, I could see you do that. Some scrapple between two wonder bread slices Yo, and mustard. Yeah, a
0: little mustard and some pickles. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, that sounds good right now. Damn it, there's three <laughs>
1: Oh damn it! That's a, that counts no, too. No, I stuck one in before. Oh, oh geez, see, you really are. I completely oblivious to it now.
0: <laughs> so I Was in Iowa last weekend. I uh, I officiated my cousin's wedding. That was fun. Um, you know we got some. We got some. We're marrying. My cousin married a black dude. We got some black dudes in this family. We could. You, we're all the color of skim milk, man. We need it. <laughs> no one can dance. No one can spice food. <laughs> I'm officiating weddings. We need some black fellas in this family, man. I'm so excited.
1: Uh, That'll give you a little street cred.
0: I don't need the street cred. I just we're just reflective as a as a race of family. You know what I mean? Like the boys got part Native American in them, but the rest of them were just white We're Viking white. That's and true. All that comes with a lot of privilege, as you've heard in hundred and whatever episodes of this show, given my stories, but like, you know,
1: all the fake tanning in the world doesn't cover up that Viking in doesn't
0: <laughs> can't can't underseason your way out of shit Dean <laughs> but I was in Iowa it was in Iowa Iowas
1: Did you do like a regular service type yeah, of thing? Like, I did you wouldn't have known
0: it wasn't a bit I didn't like you know what I mean I kind of wonder about that no, no I was very did a prayer and the whole thing. It's not about me nice. I'm not there to present. I am there to present them. Did they Iowa, do it
1: outside, inside? Outside is hot as shit. Outside in the <laughs> Iowa
0: heat. It's humid as balls, and the dude couldn't get the speaker working and the music working. Typical family kind of deal, right? All of which was fine. It was fun. But, like, you know, you kind of had to You do the – you had to give the crowd a little cheap heat to get the crowd going a little, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you do – I got. you want to see the script? Fuck, I feel like I got to – no, I, I. I'm not good enough to
1: do your wedding. Fuck. I just figured since you got it online, it might be. <laughs> I mean, I didn't.
0: I have a. I, I'm a. I'm officiant of the church of the dude, but unlike regular church, I'm not indoctrinating anybody no. into the church of the dude. It's not That's why I
1: was kind of wondering if it was like a, a typical ceremony. That actually, see. if
0: any, this is a, this. This will surprise you. The couple is not particularly religious, and so they didn't want any religion. And I, and I said, you snuck it in? I do not snuck it in. No, the opposite of, it. I said, well, do respect. Do you mind if you have a very generic blessing? Because you have to keep in mind, there's a lot of elder people in this wedding and they don't give a fuck how non-religious yeah. you are. Right. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> anyways, so, you know, you do a real, please bless the yeah. p- blah, blah, nice. blah, as we look forward to the love and the group and the, you know, take out the real nails on the cross part and it's all still nice. Didn't drop any f bombs in that one, did you? Nope. one <laughs> f bomb in the wedding? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. The whole thing's on video. I suppose I should look. Um, and then you know, get to see ever see all my Viking side of the family. And, cool. And then you just drive oh. through a million cornfields. It's just cornfield after fucking pig farm after cornfield after pig farm.
1: Smell corn. Uh, yeah, smell. Uh, also, and he,
0: you want to hear something goofy? I was uh, there was a lot of. No- I woke up. I woke up early Saturday morning. I went out I'm trying to find a yoga gym in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It was less <laughs> constructive than you thought, but whatever. So I'd take a little walk out into you know, and it and and the sun's coming up, and I could smell like alf cut alfalfa. Oh, that's, that's nice. starting to yeah mold just a little in the sun, and it's damp. You know what I mean in the oh, mornings. Yeah. And then just the faintest smell of, like, hog manure, right? (laughs) But it was all – I loved it. It was real childhood. It was nice to visit. It's a bummer to drive through because Iowa apparently has an allergy to any speed limit. That's what's rational. And then, like, at least in Wisconsin, you have the opportunity to go firework shopping and porno store shopping and cheese store shopping. They don't even have that. There's just no – it's just corn.
1: Isn't everything two lanes out there too?
0: It's just – it's, you know – Listen, they, they seem to all love it. Wonderful. And and I'm, like, explaining what it's like out in the Black Hills because it's, you know, we're in the mountains and it's awesome. So everybody I talked to, I'd be like, Iowa sucks. Move your entire company out to the <laughs> Rapid City. You know what I mean? I was economic tourism director for or, or business director for a while at the wedding. Because I'm like, you want to live here in Iowa? It sucks here. It's probably really insulting to a bunch of Iowa people. <laughs> um what else did I learn this weekend I play wordle you know do you play that to play the wordle game I
1: did when it first came out and that I'm entertained a, me all of, of two weeks
0: oh I'm, a, I'm a, I mean I not a couple of other games have sucked me in too now I'm playing two of these every morning what, a, what's the other one uh connections where you group the words together suck me right in Dean <laughs> and 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 you know what you know what I learned about wordle in Iowa what's that you can submit titty as an option of a word. It wasn't the word, but it will take the word as an option of the word. Okay. <laughs> not quite, not quite counts, but. It's time for another edition of Learning New Things About DNA. Wordle.
1: Wordle. That wasn't really learning anything about me. That was about Wordle.
0: No, okay. I just wanted to play this song. <laughs> you want to do the news? <laughs> sure. Play this one for a while. Not really breaking news with Dean. You want some different ones? I have some different ones. I know you say you don't care, but like, well, oh, I got. You want some? Hold on. You want some? You want some? We got. We got. What do we got here? I
1: think we're beyond the point of trying to convince any listener that I'm an actual news person. That's <laughs> not true.
0: You're the news person. How about? Hold on a second. We might. We might have a little something you here. Put me
1: in the pilot suit of a plane doesn't mean I know how to fly it. <laughs> Yet, Dean.
0: Yet, how about this? Oh no, we just said that. one. Okay, not, how about this one? Oh, that's the one we not normally. Really do. How about
1: this one? <laughs> Ooh, I haven't heard. Not this really one in breaking a
0: while. news. I, this in a bit. I have some no bed. We have some dries. Hold on. Not really <laughs> breaking news with Dean. You
1: know, you get the little. I appreciate that.
0: Not really breaking news with Dean. <laughs>
1: I like that one. Let's do that all one. All right. Okay. A handful of wildlife enthusiasts were probably hoping to catch a glimpse of these uh, Katmai National Park's famous brown bears when they logged onto their live stream, but instead they found a hiker in distress.
0: <gasps> there was a there was a hiker on the fat bear cams? Why yeah. would you go to the fat bear cams? That's where all of the bears are eating. <laughs> That's literally where you're going to get snouted up.
1: Around three thirty local time, September fifth, man in a green rain jacket, wet and disheveled, appeared on the screen, looking into the lens, wording the mild, wording, "Help me!"
0: Holy shit, dude! Can you imagine being lost out there no. and you find those cameras, and you're like. Oh my God! I wish they had audio on
1: him. Bear walking in the background that he you're doesn't real, notice. Be <laughs> a
0: real bummer to watch this guy mouth help me into the camera and then get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> that would shut down the old fat bear contest. Lickety split.
1: Uh, showed up again a few minutes later. Gave a thumbs down. It's like help, help, and oh God, poor guy. Did they go? Okay, what happened? Did they get a helicopter out there? Yeah. Did, Someone watching the live stream said, "Hey, I think there's a guy in trouble out there." <laughs> Called up the National Park Service, and about three hours later, they rescued him. Oh,
0: thank goodness! (laughs) Well, because if he, that'd be sad. you know what I mean. If it was that was that he (laughs) just the green
1: jacket. Who
0: was just if someone was yipping at me? Um, what was that movie where the dude just completely disregarded everybody's like advice and just goes lives out into the wild? What it was he sees the bear and he was eating the he was eating the he thought they were one plant but they turned out to be poisonous plant and they do this whole thing like he's this magical dude and i always have been like i've been to the town where that guy stopped right before he went out into the woods and you know what the town says everybody that talked to that idiot said you're gonna die if
1: you go out there
0: so i don't you know i got a slightly different perspective on this stupid movie yeah, the soundtrack's great good but like
1: i'm gonna try and find that i don't know into, which the, one that... into
0: the Wild. Into the wild. So, dude, there's yeah, terrible life. There's a beginning of the movie where I'm with the, where he's an awful, you know, <clears throat> I'm with him in spirit right up until he doesn't listen to <laughs> anybody in the town where he lives in Alaska. Like, boy, oh, that book could have ended a little different.
1: Let's see here. This one was interesting. A team of scientists were recently able to reconstruct a Pink Floyd song from direct human neural recordings using predictive modeling. They stuck the little nodes all over their head. On Pink Floyd's head? No, on just test subjects. And when the neurons firing, they could see this Pink Floyd song. What do you mean, see the Pink Floyd I, song? When our neurons fire off. They do. They make. I don't know. It's science. We're, oh, <laughs> hold on a Were
0: they listening to the Pink Floyd song? No. How did they know? How come it's not like Weezer or
1: like Bunny or like the way they. The modeling works. I guess it, when certain flashes happen, it uh, means certain things, and they were able to predict that there was Pink Floyd's another brick in the wall.
0: Like the song? Yeah. We don't... Okay. <laughs> was that the goal?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're working uh, to work with conditions like ALS and stroke and paralysis for communication where people can't actually communicate if their brains lighten up. This is what I'm getting at.
0: Is, is there someone in the room going, okay, think of Pink Floyd, and then they go...
1: Maybe that's... It didn't and then the, get that specific. Okay. But, yes, yeah, so that's kind of
0: what it that's implies. Pretty yeah. That's Yeah. a little dangerous because, <laughs> like, once you figure out how to get the, get the thing to read the thoughts... Maybe no one thought about how to get the thing to not say the thoughts you don't want.
1: Well, apparently they've done this before, and then the speech is very robotic, but when they started doing the sides of the brain that relate to music, the speech patterns got better.
0: You ever seen that show, The Men Who Stare at
1: Goats? Yes. <laughs> this
0: reminds me of that a little.
1: <laughs> that was, I like that one.
0: That was a good one. Do you know what? This is real. This is real. We I've been wanting to talk about this for a while and I get to places any bring it up. About three times a year. Okay. My mind will just be like empty for a second, right? Like nothing's like I'm driving. Or like often it's like after it's today's nine twelve. It's yesterday at times. You can't help for the day to feel somewhat heavy. Right? Okay. Because of nine eleven, right? Sure. And you see, you think about that for 10, 10, 11, where were you, you know, people connected to it, the stories of the day, just that'll grip you for 10 minutes. Right. And then you're trying to get on with your day. Cause it's fucking 2023 and you're just, you know, moving along. Right. And so your brain will just be like empty while nothing else is happening while you're trying to get over the nine 11 thoughts, but nothing's really firing yet. And you know what happens to me? Like three times a year. My brain out of nowhere goes, Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get right up, it's bobsled time. (laughs) And I have no idea why.
1: What's that from?
0: Cool Runnings. The bobsled Jamaican team. Yeah.
1: Jamaican bobsled team. So when your mind gets totally clear. Like three times a year. And then that's the thing that this comes to. And it's just,
0: that's what bubbles is like. Interesting.
1: Feel the rhythm, feel the rhythm get on up, it's
0: pops, whatever the fucking thing is. And John Candy's fat face. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. It has no specific meaning to me. I don't particularly remember liking the movie. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't like, you know what I mean? It's not like some, it's not no. like Secret Life of Walter Mitty that I watched to get out of the depressions. I just, it just happens.
1: That's interesting. The fact that you even watch Cool Runnings. <laughs> Is that even a real thing? Did that happen? That's
0: based off in, of the story. Yeah. Oh my God. These are one of these moments. So you just talk. You just talk for an hour a week, right? And you just end up saying the dumbest things. And you often try to hide it later. And I'm, I'm a little beyond that. So now I'm sitting in the discomfort of it. And right now, as we speak, in my mind, that really happened. I know there's a Disney movie about it, mm-hmm. but in my head, it's based off a true story. Mm-hmm. That's real. Yeah. That's not all made up.
1: No. Whew.
0: I was terrified for a second that it was the whole thing was fiction. No, and I was about to like like the like like for half of my life, hopefully, thinking that was just real when it wasn't.
1: I think like most things, it's based off of very loosely. There was a Jamaican bobsled team. Whatever else happened in the movie, probably did not like, happen. like. Did they
0: win or anything? Um.
1: No, I'm telling
0: you, like, in my mind, I'm like, the Jamaican bobsled team won because
1: What's-His-Nuts was a good track runner. Well, they didn't win in the movie either. Oh, they didn't? The whole premise of the movie is they wreck and they never make it to the finish line, and then they pick up their bobsled and triumphantly just walk it to the finish line. shit, I see. And they were going to finish. That is how little this movie means to me. (laughs) But that song pops in your head. Feel the rhythm, feel the (laughs) rhythm. Get on up, it's bobsled time. (laughs) So I like that. Of all the things that could be popping in your head, that's that's the. I suppose it's better
0: than like <laughs> kill all the people on floor seven. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here I'm, Murdoch. What's going on? <laughs> you okay?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm fine. It's just bobsled time. God damn it!
1: Oh, uh, we go? We got a few light-hearted things here. Oh, you might like this God, one. Who died? No, no, no. <laughs> no I, I was died? purposely trying to find stuff that was well, not... Well, I mean,
0: if it's somebody famous died, I feel like it's our duty to... Not duty is a little strong, but, like, you know, we can
1: cover it. I like this one. Stolen Van Gogh handed back to a Dutch art sleuth in an Ikea bag was the title. A Van Gogh painting stolen from a Dutch museum back in March of 2020 is back safe in the hands of the museum after it was finally recovered.
0: I don't know, I'm generally in the camp of the art thieves, if it's a fun caper. I mean, most of what I know about Art Thieves 11 right. and such.
1: but So there's like an art detective, which is a profession, Arthur Brand. God,
0: that'd be fun.
1: Because you'd still have to like learn all the rich people things, you know what I mean? When the story boils down to it, basically the, the thief says, I don't know what to do with this painting. I want to give it back, but I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and that's what he did. They met in like a park and he handed it back and it was the real deal. I mean...
0: Do you still get in trouble?
1: Apparently they... I suppose
0: not if you, it's just in a bag. He got or out of wipe it. Wipe that thing of prints <laughs> or DNA or whatever you do.
1: He held on to it for two years and or three years.
0: I don't well, mean. good for the art. <laughs> Van Gogh.
1: All right, let's try this one. See uh, the one
0: without the ear? Yeah.
1: I don't know, I don't know art. Yes, Van, <laughs> Van Gogh. He okay. cut off his ear. I think it was the syphilis. Uh... <laughs> If you were a kid in the 80s, you probably remembered this event, uh, Saturday Morning Cartoons.
0: Fuck yes. There was nothing better, Dean. You get up later than than normal, you know what I mean? Like post-school, but still early, kind of, because you're in school mode. Yeah. And you would make a cereal bowl the size of a watermelon full of whatever, and you would turn on... Your shows. Whatever. Your shows. That's a
1: that's do how have, the story do remember, went. <laughs> do you remember some favorites? Oh, yeah, I had my favorites. Give me a couple favorites. I watched G.I. Joe. That was good. I liked a
0: little G.I. Joe. He-Man. I liked a little He-Man.
1: I loved was, an Inspector Gadget for some reason. I liked
0: a little Inspector Gadget. That was good.
1: Smurfs were always on, it seemed like. Yeah. I
0: liked the Smurfs. I liked the Smurfs better. What was the Smurfs undersea? The Snorkels? The Snorkels. I didn't. Was it really the Snorkels? Yeah. They had the little yeah, the tube snorkels. on the head. I didn't like that. As much, you one. Know, my favorite was that that racing one. You remember the Hanna Barbera racing wacky one? races? Oh my god! Almost no one ever knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's like the wacky 13. races. Yes, man. And like the dog would be driving with the <laughs> dog and the dick dastardly. Yeah, yeah, man. It was like the JV. All of the JV cartoons that couldn't have their own cartoon got thrown into like wacky it races. Muttley. Motley the dog. Yeah. God damn it, Dean! You know your <laughs> fucking cartoons. You are the man.
1: And they had like the it's shaggy knockoff. This
0: another off. edition of learning new things about Dean.
1: <phone rings> Remember they had the the car that could talk. It would... Oh yeah, <laughs> like talking car.
0: And like it would get Captain narrated. Caveman
1: was one of the racers. He was one of the racers.
0: <laughs> and the, and the, and the and they would be whole like. And now here comes the wacky. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? The whole thing was narrated, kind of funny. The jokes were good. Good, good man, Dean. That's ended 31 years ago. What do you mean they haven't had Saturday morning cartoons for 31 years? The fuck did my kids watch?
1: So th- <laughs> this was what was interesting. Congress passed uh, the thing called the Children's Television Act, which required television stations to air educational and informational content. So TV stations got rid of the cartoons and moved to. <laughs> things like live action Saved by the Bell.
0: Oh. Which, is that how that happened? And the, and I just thought because I just, this is how self-centered <laughs> I am. I thought, literally, I hit puberty, and <laughs> and, and, and NBC
1: was like, well, we better change our programming. <laughs> it makes you feel better. That I did, too. <laughs> that was a law? Oh, I'll be damned. And the networks go like, uh, well, Saved by the Bell is educational. and Saved they got by the a, Bell is good. That's I why like they had, like, like, the Beekman's World and- those kind of shows.
0: Uh, what's the scientist who's always yelling Bill at Nye. Christian people now? Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good. Sp- oh, shit. Do you remember? Uh, this fits into a random thought I had this weekend, driving across 10 hours of Iowa cornfields with nothing to do but <laughs> listen to Kennedy audiobooks. I, I remember the band Rockapella.
1: Rockapella.
0: Vaguely, yeah. That do sounds familiar. Do you know so why familiar. you remember them? No. They were famous for a giant one-hit wonder. Rock-a-pella. Of an oddity of sorts. No, what was it? Where in the world is? Wherever that. San Diego. That group that sang that song is called Rockapella. Remember that there was yeah. one dude who had like like beaded hair mullet. Yeah, remember that dude? I do, do. Yeah, and then and then there was like a the the wavy blonde dude, and then there was like the handsome, strong jawed like lead. Who quit the band after this after this hit because he's like fuck you guys I'm gonna go make my own money and it didn't work out he had to like come back to the band I I went on a dark Wikipedia run about all the members of rock this weekend were
1: they like the Wiggles or something like that they were just they, kids
0: they were all a bunch of Yale sing kids not all but like they're like you know a bunch of rich kids who could sing and it, they like they toured doing like acapella covers of current Songs, They were like the modern, you see Hairball or one of these bands, right? But it was or all acapella? Rocks. All acapella. Like Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect. But like 30 <laughs> years ahead of their time, right? And so they'd be playing like East Coast bar gigs to like whatever, libraries and NPR crowds. I mean, you can't sell that to Jersey, right? That's not to the Scrapple crowd, Dean. But like, you know what I mean? And and then and then some reason, for some way, they got put on this PBS show and they... Blew up. Everybody's heard about Rocapella. And then they slowly kind of died, and members would quit and sort of go off on their own things. So there's like six Rocapella offshoot bands, all called like the Buzz Tones and all these dumbass <laughs> names. Cause, you know, fame's tough,
1: man. I'm gonna go down that rabbit
0: hole. Rocapella. <laughs> Where in
1: the world's Carmen San Diego? That's the God, Encore that show. is badass, <laughs> man.
0: What do you what do you what do you that that's this that's you go see Rockapella and like you buy the ticket. You're like, oh, Rockapella, 15 bucks at the thing. Cool. And then you have your tickets. And then you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck else they going to sing, man. <laughs> you're going to do 90 minutes of Carmen Sandia. Carmen it's like seeing aha, Like you're there to see, obviously you see Take On Me. There's no other song you're there to see other than Take On Me. They're, what, are they going to play it six times? <laughs> Uh, but you shouldn't talk shit. It's hard enough to make the charts. You know what I mean. A lot of guys yeah. didn't even make it to the rockapella group, and didn't. You know, Rock-a-Pella. everyone wants to make fun of Herman's Hermits, but it's hard enough to make the charts, Dean. <laughs> uh, let's we'll see. All, always and forever, people, people talk shit about hermans Hermits because it's a little goofy, you know, and Peter Noon and the whole deal. The big it's hit. from the fifties and sixties, yeah. big ass hit. He still to this day, still to this day, the funniest I've ever laughed backstage is courtesy of Peter Noon. If you don't know Peter Noon is, I want you to pause it. This new one, <laughs> any Peter, pick, pick whatever you want. Herman's Hermas is a hit. Yeah. Come on back. Back with you. We're all we're doing a Peter Noon show. We did like, what's his nuts from the monkeys right before he died? Yeah. And then we did Peter Noon right after it. Just sold out, sold out, right? And, and Peter Noon likes to go peek at the crowd before he goes on. So it's just me and Mr. Peter Noon. And we're sitting there, and he pulls the curtain back, And he goes, sold out, young man. He's British. Sold out, young man. I can't do the accent. He's yeah, sir, sold out. Call me, call me Peter. And then there's this awkward. We're just looking at the crowd. Okay. And he leans over and he goes, Not one of these women has their period anymore. (laughs) And walks away. I've never laughed so freaking hard in my life. God, it was funny, Dean.
1: Know your audience. Know your audience. And then goes and kills it. <laughs> Just knocks it out of the park
0: to these old broads.
1: <laughs> oh, that's too good. You have more news? I got a couple other stories. Man, yeah, let's finish with some news. Um, dozens of crocodiles have escaped from a breeding farm in southern China <laughs> during flooding. That's happened during Typhoon, I think it's Haiku.
0: God damn, man, so you're some rice farmer in India right? <laughs> or in China, right? And there's no internet and shit. You're just out in the agriculture, and you don't know about any of this, right? And then and you barely have the internet as it is because it's China. You know what I mean? What yeah. you know is what you're told. And then here comes three, four crocodiles breezing down your, your patty. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> Around 75 crocodiles made a break for it when they had the flooding going on. they catch them all? They caught a few. They and never they... catch them all, do they? No. They had to kill a bunch. Oh bummer. Because of safety. Well, I mean But doesn't still at large. <laughs> you ever ate crocodile tail? That's not bad. I had be a nice to kill a crocodile tail. said it was just awful. So it's I not
0: it's a little greasy. It's like You said like chewing on a tire. A little. Like you ever have frog legs, like bad frog legs. I've had good frog legs. See so gator tail or or you know, it's same kind of deal. It's real oily meat. Yeah. You know it's a it's a it's fucking not, dinosaur. What do you think it's going to take like? healthy.
1: <laughs> Dana White and Vince McMahon, arguably arguably the greatest promoters <laughs> ever are officially on the same team. WWE and Immersion. UFC have
0: merged. I've been taking shit from my friends cuz I love mixed martial arts, yeah. right? And like all my friends always say, it's just wrestling. It's just wrestling. And i mean, you know what I mean? I used to get mad about it. Uh. They would give me so much shit about it. And now it's just wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. Dana White lost me. Listen, man, you can't punch your wife in public.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and Vince McMahon, too. What was his big thing, too? He
0: almost... He- listen, I want to go back to... Just hold on a second. I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble. Dana White didn't technically punch his wife. He slapped his wife. Also not okay. No. But a mush would have been fine. A mush is defendable. Yeah. You know what a mush is? I... I'm about to find out. A mush is... This is first off, This is, I believe... I want to say it's a Patrice, Patrice O'Neal bit. Oh. <laughs> a, a mush is is a is not a not an aggressive and a, not in any way that is going to be hurtful, but a slow and gentle hand to the face that then maybe pushes off to the side, and then there's just a gentle
1: twist <laughs> at the end. That's a mush. A mush would have been okay. I think that was Patrice. I remember... I remember that But
0: Daniel White slapped his wife, man. They can't be doing that. No. Bullshit. Although, that's, you know, on brand, because it's not like he's awesome everywhere else. Basically. We the... partied with him one night. Really? Yeah, it's allowed. He paid Jud Hoos an undisclosed amount of money to play. So we, okay, so they were shooting. Remember that, uh, what's that UFC fight that travels? They find a fighter kind of deal? Oh, um, with um, with with Din Thomas and yeah. and and Sarah Matt Sarah's on I it. Can't too. remember what I you know mean. Is now. Both genuinely badass dudes. And uh, they were, I don't know, they're shooting in Sioux Falls or something. And the rally was going on, and they need you know, it's reality TV, so you got to jam dumb shit to do in front of these guys. Sure. So they bring them out, Sturgis, and they party, party, party. And then, um, I don't know how I got hooked into the dude, anyways. He's like, Hey man, we're looking to party, you gotta need a section. Well, you know, done. Come on in, party, party, party. Pulling jackfire shots off, off a bottle with Dana White, I got the coolest picture of it. I wish he didn't turn out to be such a shitty person because I would brag about it more than I do. Anyways, so like, band gets done, but Dan he's billionaire, you know yeah. what I mean. So like, I want I love that band. I want the band to keep going. And I'm like, well, you know, band's done, Mister White, and he's like, nah, I say when the band's done. Why don't we go talk to the band? And then and and we go grab Shane and we do a little back and forth. And I will I will. For that amount of money, they went and did... Tyler was, like, half a mile away going home. His voice was shot. And they call him back, and and they're like, Hey, man, for that (laughs) amount of money, you're going to come back and do a few songs for Mr. White. And the whole thing happened it was cool. Wow. Was it actually that much? Yes. Those are real numbers. (laughs) And I had to call. Like, I'm not trying to rat him out in public here. Because, you know, I I call. So here's how... Let me... Because, you know, he's... He's a, he was a Trumper, so I'm a, now I'm, I think Dana White's a sh- shitty, but he's not actually. I'm sure he's mostly fine. Anyways, I call up to the office, because it's been like, you know what I mean? It's Barnab Cannon. Everyone, we were just taking polls off a bottle. I was giving him the ability to certainly get out of it. Sure. Because no one would, what are we going to do, send him an invoice? We're not going to sue <laughs> him over it, right? So I call him be like, well, here's what happened. You know, we were doing a little party in Sturgis, and Mr. White wanted to get the band going. She's like, oh, yeah, how much? Like, it's just, you know, and I'm like, here's the amount. No, no, prove it, no. There was a check four days later. Wow. Four. That amount of money. <laughs> it was fun, man.
1: Oh, can you talk about That's A stressful literal. job being, having to deal with that after the fact.
0: Nah. If you just say okay, if you if if the rule is whatever, I'm, whenever I'm drunk and I go make those mistakes, when they call, pay it no matter what. Pay it no matter what. You're covered. He told you to pay it no matter what. The only time he can get mad is when he comes downstairs and goes, Ethel, what the fuck? There's eighty thousand. That's not the number. What's what's all these bar tabs? And and she goes,
1: Well, you told me to pay everyone. You want to get mad? Get mad at you. I would hope there is an Ethel in
0: the story. (laughs) There's an Ethel, like, yelling at Dana White. Hey, you bought forty grand worth of boxing rings. I did? (laughs) God damn it. Quit doing that. So, yeah, they're one company now. I've been watching a lot of old school wrestling. I love old school WWE, man. They're great content creators. Yeah. You go back to pre-internet, cable television, Was your mode of the coolest, hottest way of entertaining people? And here's a bunch of dudes. It's like, well, you know, learn how to sell us, learn to heal, learn to do. -do -do. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, man. And you listen to all the. I listen to the. I think listening to Joe Rogan all the time will make you dumb, just it will. (laughs) But I listened cover to cover the Hulk Hogan interview. It was fascinating. He's like lost seven inches. Yeah, Hulk Hogan single-handedly. Is gonna be a hundred years from now one of the most famous people on the internet. Do you know why? He brought Gawker down because that that was a billion dollar sex tape lawsuit. Mm-hmm. My buddy's a little in the middle of that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah just kind of just because he was. I think maybe worked at the company of the company that owned it or something. It was wild, but like you know. Listen he up. had sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. That was a real radio name. That's how bad radio was in 2006, by the way. guy by the name of Bubba <laughs> the, the Love, Love Sponge. Sponge, who was mostly talentless but in Tampa and was cheaper than Man Cow and Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony. <laughs> oh. You could barter him right in. That's how he got famous. Oh. God, Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. There was a lot of those shitty shows. Remember... Uh, Let's see. We competed against Lex and Terry. Remember Lex and Terry out of Atlanta? Is that still a thing?
1: No. Um, Uh, No.
0: Man Cow
1: Mueller. Remember him? Nope. He's gone. Chinless schmuck. That guy was. (laughs) Didn't he date some flaunt girl at one time? Really? I think so. Hmm. Man Cow. It was one of those comedians became radio- like a
0: political dude. He became like Sean Hannity Light. when you remember remember This is how schmucky radio was. Mancow was like a wannabe Howard Stern, right? Right. Let's, let's go. Fuck up Chicago. And then he kind of got fired because he sucked. And then the only job that was available was like conservative talk show. And then he be- just became one of them.
1: I'm getting confused. And there, but there was. There was a radio host, Colorado comedian, did radio. And oh,
0: then- Yeah. What oh. was that guy's name? You, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I almost worked for a dude down in Arizona. He was fascinating. Fuck, he still might be doing this. He, he's he by himself would like make a radio show, but he would do all the other voices. So he had like, he's a white dude, and he would then his co-host would be like a black woman,
1: and, and he'd like do the voice of that, and he
0: would voice that, and then some other dude, and he would voice that, and he would just have these not like record one and then record one he would just do it live like swap back and <laughs> forth and do sounds and do the whole thing it was like watching a one-man band play all the shit he was uh, somewhere in arizona somewhere yeah i almost worked for him he was he was he, i almost got talked into g- like going and working at the station just so i could but the my, consultant buddy at the time was like you gotta see this dude he's killing it and he's like Doing, he's not, you know, he's not trying to get people to taste flavors of lube like you. You're whatever he was mad at me about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was pretty. I was still playing one note. I thought about that on the way, on the way, on my drive to Iowa, surrounded by the cornfields. I was thinking, you know, Iowa doesn't have a bunch of porno store ads and billboards like Wisconsin does. And then I thought of the following bit: it'd be fun to bring in listeners, and like, there's four m- covered tubes of lube and you and you gotta taste one and if you can guess the flavor you win a certificate that's a good bit seems raunchy but it's a little it's pretty you just tasting strawberry jelly that's fine you know what i mean taste the lube guess the lube
1: taste the rainbow
0: it needs a it needs a
1: you know it needs a name is there that many flavored lubes that you can do That's that? Good question. <laughs> in the in oh, please in, don't in, tell in, me to go check my dad the... <laughs> out.
0: I'm glad you asked, Dean. That's why I wanted to, to bring that up in the meeting today. I wanted someone to ask just what you did so I could make it, put it on them to bring back how many flavors of lube one could get.
1: <laughs> there is Amazon. I'm sure we could
0: probably also, find it. Also, I still want to bring back Longest Nipple Hair Contest. That's still the great, it's such a good bit, Dean. You guys didn't do that? I'm here on an island trying to get anybody to come on team Longest Nipple Hair with me. I thought We own, listen to this shit, we own the website, longestnipplehair.com. That's a real site you can go to right now and it forwards to our our Fox radio station here in the Black Hills, which feel free to stream live. It's pretty fun. Rock and roll. During the rally, I want to set up a little booth and just with a little sign behind it that says longestnipplehair.com and then, I don't care if it takes 70 years Every year, I want people to come and measure their nipple hair, and it's got to be measured there, and it's got to be videotaped. And then, like the longest, the actual longest nipple hair is like six point whatever and a half inches. Eventually, someone will beat it, and if it takes seven, you will make a over year one. I get it's a little bit of a theater stretch. Year four, people will be coming from Indiana, like honey. Let's go measure. I could win this, some bitch.
1: Do you get to? Pull it taut to stretch it out for yeah. measurement. Okay. You can't pull
0: it out. It's got to be. Does it have to be on the areola? On the areola. Okay. Has to be touching
1: areola. Do we have to wear latex gloves? Yeah, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> for safety reasons. I know it's not. No one's.
0: This isn't sexual. No. You know what I mean? It's like, science. It's just science. <laughs> and and it's also secretly, to you go longsummer.com. I'm getting all your data on the Fox radio station. It's how I know you're listening. You can monetize the data. You dingalings. It's a, it's it, like you go. This is where you go to like a public event and you see like a cell phone store. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like insurance. They're the worst. In the Progressive booth, they just stand there and they pay a good-looking person to just stand there and hand shit out. Here's a coupon code. Here's a coupon code. Here's yeah. a coupon. It's called an activation bit. This is that. But you don't have to bore everyone to death with the insurance you just get the activation and then three weirdos a year are gonna come you know what i mean you'll check back every year i wonder like you didn't come to sturgis last year and you came <laughs> next year and you measured you're like well god i thought four and a half inch nipple hair and it still didn't win and then two years later at the bar right you go fucking longest nipple this thing will last for such a good bit i can't believe i have to talk everybody into this
1: Mostly because we have to measure someone's nipple. <laughs> I don't, you know, we'll pay an intern to do that. Uh, what's as nuts as kid? Intern
0: last week. That could have been every year, your first intern job. Every year you got to measure a couple nipples. And that's how we know if you're, you know, on the team. You don't want to measure some nipples? Too
1: good for measuring nipples? And so maybe you don't work here at the Home Slice Group. <laughs> I'd love to see that on a resume. <laughs> what did you do for your summer internship? I'm the best. This is what I really, this is my dream in like
0: 80 years after I'm long dead, right? Someone in a meeting is like, How'd you get your start? And they go, oh, Let me tell you, in 2024, I was measuring nipples for Murdoch, and one thing led to another, and here I am. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> it's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The book of Murdoch this has been a home slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in studio two a executive producer is Mark <laughs> he's in my cell phone is. Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive Producers Mark Houston. Engineering Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Hadden, And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry.